Good morning, beautiful humans. I hope you're doing great. Um, my commitment to these daily little snippet podcast updates um, means that today you're not getting the best version of me <laughs> because I'm sitting here. Listen to this. This is all paperwork. Paperwork galore just for finances. <laughs> there is, I cannot believe the amount of work there is when it comes to finances. And yeah, call me a, like a complainer or whatever, but it's, it's, it's legitimately true. And, um, and I'm not making this, I don't want to sound like I'm, uh, I don't know, ignorant or, or whatever to the fact that people are going through pain because of lack of finances. But there is a saying that says little money, little problems, big money, big problems. And indirectly or on a bigger scale that's kind of true and I'm not saying not taking away from the pain of you know people struggling financially but the amount of work there is just to manage finances is outrageous (laughs) initially today I had this other idea that I wanted to talk about but I'm literally swimming in paperwork right now and I was like well if I don't get this podcast out now then it's not going to happen today and I really want to do these dailies and I guess as a result you guys sometimes will get the best of me and sometimes the worst of me and I don't know this is also for me to just like look back on on these podcasts and be like huh, that's what was happening you know some people have photos some people are doing YouTube videos but I'm like really falling in love with I guess voice memos which (laughs) for some reason I decided I want to upload to the world maybe because it makes me reflect back on my life and make me I don't know I have to be very careful with what I'm saying because I'm aware that other people will hear this, but also capturing the moment and what I'm going through at the time, which I think is fascinating. And, you know, some people will be able to relate to a few of these and some people will not. Um, I'm not saying I'm like I'm swimming in wealth. I'm, I, I say these things because it's, it's hard to tell you guys how much I have because some people will be like, that's a lot. Some, some people will tell you that's not a lot. And, you know, but also because... I didn't know this. Did you know that if you de- if you if you have an article written about you about a, how much you make, for example, then the tax officers can look at that article and determine that as truth. This is how stingy these governments are and these tax accountants that they will do everything in their power to get the most money out of you. So if you're if someone is like inflated um, and they want to inflate their amount of money that they have. Um, then they better watch out because people can like tax officers can can come back and be like, well, the article was written about you. So therefore you have to pay up like a portion of this, this amount. And I only learned that because um, I had the, uh, an article written about me in Forbes a few years ago when I was making around $300,000 a year from my, um, my YouTube ventures. And people, uh, my accountant was like, <laughs> you have to watch out with that. And I did not know, I had no idea. So now I don't disclose really what's going on, even though it's like, it's a fascinating process. And I'm genuinely intrigued by this idea of finances and and wealth building and money and all this stuff, just because I know it's energy and it's not really actually real. We all just agreed that this thing is real, which is a ridiculous concept. Hey, like that, those numbers, they're real. But there's nothing to back it up. And oftentimes, you know, we think that money's backed up by something to make it really concrete, like say gold. But right now it's not backed up by anything. It's just floating around. And there's actually a lot of big problems around 
uh, this uh, because governments are just like adding numbers here and there and here and there and just like inflating what they have. And obviously that's then going to trickle down to the everyday person like you and I, and we're going to have to have inflation or hyperinflation. So there's a lot of things happening in the world right now that are um, lots of changes when it comes to finances, because we just all agreed at one point that this was the structure and then no one really questioned it. And then they just kept on adding stuff and then things got more out of control. <laughs> so yeah, it's an, it, finances are just interesting to me and they always have been um, since I was really young. Uh, my mom even said that when I was two, we went to like, um, like a, what's it called? Like a circusy thing. I can't think of play park, playground, playfair, playfair. Some <laughs> good one, Sorel. Can't even remember. I haven't been for so long because I keep sitting in paperwork, so I forgot the name for it. <laughs> no, um, but anyway, we went to you know some playground thingy, and Mum gave us all two dollars so that we could play with and you know buy whatever we wanted, go on whatever rides we wanted to go on, and uh, so. She, yeah, she just gave us money. And then at the end of the day, we went back to the house um, and I was like, here's my dollars, my two dollars. <laughs> she was like, you didn't spend it. And apparently I just took so much joy from watching my brother and sister spend their cash. And I was just fascinated by that, but I just held on to my cash. <laughs> and so, and it's kind of representative of what's, what goes on in my brain right now. Um, I think some people are innately interested in this stuff and, you know, unfortunately there's a stigma around finances and people think that if you're interested in finances, um, it might make you a bad person or even like the stigma that if you have cash, you're a bad person or money's evil, money doesn't like, money brings out the worst in people. Uh, there's a lot of baggage around cash, which is really sad because ultimately it is just energy and uh, learning about this art of managing these numbers is actually a really wild journey and it teaches you a lot about yourself and a lot about paperwork. <laughs> um, and, and I do think that they make it mighty, mighty, mighty difficult, not only to acquire wealth or they, th they, they almost trick you to think that it's really hard to acquire wealth, which, you know, being on this other side of, of like a, the hump, the initial hump of like, I would like to make more money, but how? And I f feel like I figured out that initial hump, I'm like, oh, it wasn't actually that hard. Like, yeah, it was some prep work. And, you know, just like when you go to school, you're learning about chemistry or, or whatever, because you go in and you have no idea and it's overwhelming. So same with this idea, you go in and you have no idea what's going on, but you have to learn this process. It's just a skill set. And I honestly think anybody in the world can make cash because it is simply a skill set. That's really all it is. And uh, a lot of people shy away from it because I think they try to convince us that it's way too difficult, you know, go the easy route, stay in a safe job with uh, benefits, even though there's no such thing as a safe job. And this is not a doomsday thing, but I think people should be aware of it. Um, 2030, they're saying that all benefits for like retired people and um, elderly and so forth, they're going to run out. So by the time that we are all going to retire there is not going to be any support like that, no governmental support, which, you know, could be a really good thing because one personal responsibility, I think if people can learn to um, manage their own wealth instead of just waiting for someone for that, that's a big thing. But that's, I know that's going to sound like a bit of a bitchy thing to say. Um, uh, but it's, do I want to expand on that? I'm just, I'm just wondering at what point did it become someone else's responsibility to look after us? 
and that's not coming from a from a like a uh, vicious place i'm just legitimately intrigued at because i don't believe that like a, maybe a hundred years ago there was no such thing as someone looking after you if you didn't have something, if you were elderly. And so people had to figure out how they're going to look after themselves. And oftentimes it was a community that would look after them and be like, we got you. Like you've been here, you've contributed, you're part of the community. So we've got you like no, no doubt until the end. And then at some point it switched over. And now it's like, no, the government has to look after me. And I'm just intrigued. Like, how did that become the norm? Because that's scary. Like you're really, really relying on someone so far away that you've never seen, that you've never met. To be like, I've got you. And it's like, why do they have to have you? Like, that's not, that's, I know that we've decided as a society that the government will have you in a lot of places in the world, not everywhere. But a lot of times people have been fending for themselves. So it's just this weird, interesting concept that people are like, save me, help me, give me the cash. And it's like, well, you know, no, your life is yours. So you've got to make sure that it's set up pro properly. And I guess that's always been the angle for, for me. As you guys know, I'm super interested in um, personal responsibility and being hyper-independent. I think because my mom, <clears throat> when she gave birth to my sister, she was like, I want to, like the very first thought she had was like, how do I make this thing super independent? <laughs> and that's a really wild thought from a mom for the very first time to think. And so she's kind of instilled that in us our whole life to be hyper independent and not rely on anyone and that's why I'm like really intrigued by you know growing your own food and financial freedom and a health freedom um being as control in control of of my health as I possibly can be um there's a lot to it anyway so yeah by 2030 there won't be any potentially there won't they're, they're saying they're really claiming and that's not really claiming there is lots of evidence to support the fact that there won't be any uh, money by then to for people to have, you know, benefits from in the future when they're all elder, retired, any medical issues that they might that might arise. Uh, but also, what was I gonna say? Twenty thirty. But the second thing, ah, damn it, I forgot. And it was really good. It's at the top of my brain hole. Okay, I went back, listened to what I was saying because I needed to finish this this thought that I was going down. I was saying like jobs, you know, everybody thinks that jobs are secure. I think we're learning that jobs are not secure and there's no such thing as security from a job. So like fine, uh, work independence as well. Uh, but I, uh, ultimately, I, I, I think there is a potential for this new world if, if, I mean, if we run out of, you know, financial backing from governments and so forth. I do think that maybe this is a necessary shift for humanity as well because I think there is going to be I mean we're at a tipping point of some sort right now and I, I'm wondering if it's going to go down the more localized local community vibe localized living um that kind of a deal instead of this global globalization which has been great to some degree but also very dangerous because I think it's given us it's almost like we pushed everything to the very borders and there was nowhere to go except for it to to crumble like everything was just an excess everything was huge there was just so much to take care of and I don't know how how the society could have gone on functioning because I think they put these uh, structures in place initially when the population was small, smaller when there was no globalization and everything was manageable and then it just kept going and going and going and overflowing to the point it was not manageable anymore and it was just a bit wild and big and intense um 
So yeah, maybe like maybe even that's the thing that maybe finances won't be as important in the future. And how beautiful would that be? Because right now it's like it's the society of greed and more and more and more. And I'm a, I mean I'm a perfect example of that. Not that I'm I don't I don't necessarily know if I'm in this to be like more 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 more. But I'm like whoa, it's working. Okay, well I have to make sure I do something with this cash. Um, so I'm trying to invest in properties, and this is where the freaking pain in the ass comes from and also trying to figure out what the wealthy do with their cash um, and how they safeguard it and how they pay little taxes so like right now I'm working on a trust figuring out you know to set up a trust so that a trust basically if you have assets in a trust it's not something that anyone can take away from you so even if financially you personally go through turmoil the trust is a separate entity and they can't take things uh, from you say like a bank reclaiming anything like that uh, so it's this is what the wealthy do in order to protect their assets. And when you have accumulated some wealth, you want to start dispersing it. You don't ever want to keep it in a bank account because that's dumb. You don't want to spend it all because that's dumb. <laughs> Even though a lot of people, once they get wealth, they're just like, woo! But you want to manage it really well initially um, and structure things and invest in things so you can put your wealth in different spots, you know? So it's not sitting there very fragile in case something happens, in case a currency fluctuates, in case there's hyperinflation. Like, there's a lot of different aspects to look at when you're uh, dealing with finances. <clears throat> and I, there is a huge component of organization when it comes to finances. I think... One of the biggest reasons why some people accumulate wealth is because of organization. So if you're organized and if you organize your finances in your life and and if you have that aspect of in you, you are much more likely, I think, to get wealthy um, and, and maintain the wealth. Because like getting wealthy initially, that's almost easier, but maintaining it and structuring it properly and knowing how to deal with it and not getting in trouble with any authorities um, because they all want to get a portion of your freaking wealth, which is dumb, stay out of my business. <laughs> is um, So like organization is huge. So if you don't have that component and you want to make wealth, you have to become pretty hyper organized. Like I was thinking about that in the bathroom <laughs> when I was doing a shit. No, <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned bathroom. <laughs> I think when I was doing my makeup and I was like, whoa, if you don't have your shit together, if you're not organized, good luck to you because there is, I mean, one, when money first comes to you and you're working for yourself or you have a company, you have to dedicate a portion of that uh, to taxes and you have to know how much that is. And if you don't have taxes later on, that can lead to bank bankruptcy. And then that's a whole different story. Like that's huge and a really dangerous place to be. <laughs> There's so much that goes into accumulating wealth but so I'm not saying this to deter you because by all means that's not at all what you should be doing like if you're intrigued by this wealth building thing you just have to be aware that there is this level as well of uh management that when money comes in it's not just like I've made it let's go shopping it's like no no be prepared for lots of thinking lots of paperwork lots of paying professionals to help you because you can't work this all out by yourself. You know, you've got to get a good tax accountant that help you legally deduct um, expenses just like the rich bitches do and they save so much cash because legally you're allowed to deduct a lot if you're a company. Um, so there's a lot to do. But 
if the world doesn't go down this way and, you know, we're at this tipping point and if we realize that wealth isn't as important and hoarding isn't as important and having more, more, more isn't as important, then I, I genuinely don't think that people need a lot of cash to be uh, thriving and not, not, I don't mean happy or like content. I mean like thriving. It's been a really huge lesson for me. Cause I think my, our whole family, we came from this idea of like, we want to be wealthy. And I remember writing when I was really young, I was like, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. And this is what I want. I want to have 50 properties by the time I'm 50. And these are still goals that I hold. And I, I, I want that because I, I grew up with that. I was listening to like Robert Kiyosaki when we we're in the car. When I was like two, mom was like, do you guys want to listen to Robert Kiyosaki or Tony Robbins? <laughs> and we were like, Tony Robbins or Robert Kiyosaki in the car when we're driving. So there was no music. There was just that. So it's kind of inbuilt in me, but I'm also hyper aware that maybe this is something that I should not be pursuing, but it's landing in my lap. It's, it's these goals that I set. So I'm rolling with it knowing that if it went away, I don't think I'd be too upset um, because there would be less paperwork. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but like, it's been a huge lesson for me because my family, were, we were always like huge numbers, big, big, like Lamborghinis, let's get everything. And then watching my sister, she was on the path as well. She had two properties, that investment properties, and she was working a corporate job and and all this jazz and, you know, very professional. And then she had a huge life change. Like, oh, she got divorced. She moved out from that world. She decided she doesn't want to be in corporate at all anymore. And she went on this brand new journey. And it's just been so fascinating to watch. And there's a huge part of me just like dreaming of that as well. Because she lives in a van. <sighs> She, she definitely has huge goals as well, but her expenses are so low. She lives in a van. She travels in her little van with her doggy. She has such a pure life. There's, there seems to be so much t time for painting and downtime and dancing and a lot more joy. And I was just writing in my diary this morning as well, just overwhelmed. Like some days I'm very, very proud of myself and very happy that this is what I've created. And I, and I don't think... I can explain the freedom of when you go to pay for something and you don't even have to check the price. Like I cannot, that in itself, I cannot believe the freedom of having that. It's, it's one of the most mesmerizing feelings. Also, of course, if you don't know about my background, we didn't have wealth. Um, dad was always trying to accumulate wealth and he was always working, 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 work, working. So he doesn't like me to mention that we didn't have wealth, but we didn't have wealth. My mom, you know, she had to, she gave up eating sometimes because she couldn't feed all of us um, when she was single mama. So we, we did not come from much. So my whole, I would say until 28, 29, I was looking at prices of everything being like, can I, can I not, can I get this avocado? Can I not, how much is my bank account? Like, so I know that feeling so well. And you know, the last year or so of just not having to do that, I fucking cannot explain to you how beautiful that is. But is it worth the paperwork? I'm not sure. <laughs> like then you have 
you know, if, if it was like in, in Australia, avocados are quite expensive. And if you want to get an avocado on the side, it's like, would you like to pay with your kidney on the side for this avocado? It was like, oh, um, but then if you go down the route of, you know, personal responsibility and taking care of your whole entire future in life, it, you know, you grow food and then you have avocados galore. So do you need that extra cash? And that's what my sister, she's helping my mom grow food in her garden. So like, does she need all all of like she has the food. She has her uh, home shelter, uh, which is the van, and she has adventures. She's got her puppy, so she's com- got companionship. And it's like how much more does a human need? Everything else is just kind of a little bit of a bonus once you have your security me- needs net and uh, needs met. Um, and yeah, the more that you accumulate, I guess, and again, not discouraging, but making you aware of the truth as well. The more you accumulate the more there is on your head to think about um because holy fucking shit they make it hard for uh, working things out but it's been a journey and I've learned a lot and I'm still learning a lot and you know I always wanted to understand how the rich operate so I could give people access to this information if they wanted it just like you know with you with social media going on social media being fascinated by this world and and cracking it now, I, on the other side, I see kind of through the veil and I'm not as mesmerized by it, but it doesn't take away from the fact that I dreamt of having this once upon a time and I wanted it so bad and I would do anything. And so that's why I passed on all the information with my public figure bootcamp course that I just launched. Um, and there's like so many students in it, which is awesome. Um, and I gave away all the information that's ever worked for me. Because I knew people wanted that, you know, just because I no longer see this as such a like end goal of being, you know, big online, like it doesn't matter to me as much anymore. Um, It doesn't take away from the fact that people want that. And same with this, like I want to, even though I'm on the other side, not even at the level that maybe one day I wish I was with finances, like I really, 50 properties when I'm 50, that's, that's a big, big ass goal, but completely possible so I'm still growing this wealth just because it was a goal and I'm until something drastic changes and really puts me off from uh, going down this road I don't think it'll shift because for now I'm just really intrigued by being in this in this world I guess of wealth and understanding how the rich think and what they do and and eventually I would love to pass on this information to other people that are intrigued by this world as well. Um, even though my veil is coming down because of the, uh, of the reality of what it means, but it doesn't take away from the fact that some people want to be freaking wealthy. And I completely get that. Cause I have been there broke wanting to have like a million bucks, like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, like I would love to make it more streamlined for people eventually and and show them that one, it's not as hard as they think. It is a lot of work, but it's not as hard as they think. Um, and, you know, then perhaps some steps on how to not make it so damn hard to figure out and crack and all this paperwork, like just make it more streamlined. So maybe that one, that one day I'll be able to share this information with people because I just don't love the idea that the rich have all this information and they hoard everything to themselves and everybody else is like, why are you being like this? I just love to share the information that I've learned. So that's, that's potentially why I'm doing this for, (laughs) I'm just trying to justify reasons as to why I'm doing this. No, but it is today. It's a down day, but I really am very proud and very grateful for where I've, uh, I have come and not a down day in total, but just like, Oh, I don't want to, 
Yananiki is how we say it in Icelandic. Like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but that is all from today. I had different um, ideas of what I was going to cover off today. But nevertheless, we talked about some finances and some monies and the wealth and that, that sort of thing. So thank you for tuning in. You are awesome. I hope you have a fantastic day today. Love, gratitude, joy. That's what is the most important. Blessings, blessings, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Goodbye.